What's up, nerds? <laughs> we back. What up, nerds? <laughs> Love calling people nerds. Yeah. I, I've been, you know what I've been saying a lot? And I feel like, depending on the context, mm-hmm. it, it like agitates people, is yikes. Yikes? You can say yikes in a lot of different contexts, and it agitates people. I say yikes a lot, and it, it tends to be like, like if you're giving me information that I can tell is bad, yeah. but I, I'm like, eh, yikes. Or like if, uh, I'm trying to think of the context I used it in the other day, and it was hilarious. Somebody said something that was meant to be like a, a like an interesting story, mm-hmm. and I very vaguely was like, yikes. They yeah, like, yeah, that's what I mean. What like, does that mean? That's how, like, that's kind of how I use it sometimes. Where I'm just yeah. like, yeah, yikes, <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, that's what I was thinking too when I got into a Is car accident. Was yikes, yikes. <laughs> when when did yikes come back? When did people start using the word yikes? Um, I feel like like I started using it again after uh, like The Office. Like Jim uses it a lot. Oh yeah, okay. Maybe maybe that's where I, I got just it from. I just watched a movie. This is what I was doing before I got to your house, which is why it was Mikasa. Late. Why I was late. Nobody uh, knew you were late. I know, but you knew I RJ was late. just assumes you're late. Yeah, that's true. Damn it. Now I've told him <laughs> that I was late. Yeah. Um it's a movie on Netflix, but it was produced by Jason Siegel. I love me some Jason Siegel. You do love that guy. Um He wrote he, a whole a whole uh, Dracula uh musical. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Uh he's he has he has um produced and directed other movies that were really good um and he produced and starred in this one as somebody who was a he was a thief breaking into this billionaire's home in the middle of the desert in southern california yeah and the billionaire and his wife it was a vacation home that he broke into and he was just nonchalantly like it's a comedy no it's a it's like a i don't know you know what you'd call it like a suspense i don't know drama yeah and he it's a vacation home and he knew they weren't going to be there. Mm -hmm. So he walks in, he's like drinking orange juice and he's just searching through stuff and sitting on the deck out by the pool. And does he have a beard? Yeah, he does. Dude, I knew it. I don't know what it is about comedic actors. When they get into a serious role, they always grow a beard. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. And it's a weird beard too. So it's like, he grows facial hair like me. So it's like really patchy and weird. It's like, like Jim Carrey did it. Like he was in like a horror movie. Seven, right? Yeah. And he has like a beard. And then it's like, like Steve Carell did it. He was in like some sort of like rom, like com kind of like oh, dramedy yeah, yeah, movie. Like yeah. he had like a, a beard in that movie. I like that movie. I'm like, when, like, like Adam Sandler did it. He has a beard in, uh, in Uncut Gems. Uh, did he have one in Rain on Me? No. Wait. Rain he? Over Me? No, I don't Rain think he me? did. That's a good one, though. That's a good one. That is a good one. But the, the, there was a point to my telling you this Jason Siegel. Oh, sorry. Story. I, cut you off. I just, um, I knew he had to have a beard. Yeah, he definitely did. But it's it's very good. It only has three people in the movie. This is why it was very interesting because it's just the billionaire, his wife, and Jason Siegel, who's the thief. I kind of like when movies are like that. Yeah, it's it was, and I was like, I didn't have high expectations because I'm like, it only has three people in it. Technically, there's four, but he's mm-hmm. not in it very long. The other guy, but uh, anyway, he he's they come they come back to the or they show up to this uh, vacation home. He wasn't expecting them. Uh, so like he's gotta he's gotta improv this this robbery his breaking and entering he's doing right now, mm-hmm. and event- he eventually just like he finds a gun they had hidden in the home he, ha- he uses it on them he basically has to sit with them he's holding them ransom until the money that he had the billionaire delivered to the house gets there so he can leave he doesn't intend on hurting anybody, but they're just talking the whole time and you just you see the relationship between the billionaire and his wife that. that- 
uh, it starts to like unfold. And they you know, hate each other. Yeah, they like don't like each other at all. And he, the billionaire, starts telling a story about how they're gonna they're gonna have a baby or whatever. And he had Jason Segel, the thief, had searched her purse already and saw that she had birth control. And he's listening to her tell a story, and she's like, "Yeah, we're totally gonna we're totally gonna have a baby." And they like hold hands, and he's like yikes <laughs> like, like the, <laughs> i started to die dude because they're like oh man that was a perfectly placed yikes just so he said it out louder and yeah head. like outside he's nice. outside uh outside his brain outward out of outward his emotions just because like you knew what he saw right like you understood yeah. that they're have they're talking about having a baby but he knows that she has birth control and clearly the billionaire husband yeah. doesn't so the whole eyebrow eyebrow raise and the yikes was so perfectly placed. I was like, oh, man. Did you get to finish the movie? Yeah, I watched all things. Oh, okay. That's good. Absolutely. I didn't want to take you away from that. No, it's, you know, it sounds like quarter after nine. I was like, oh, dang. I had to go. Well, I'm, I'm glad you watched a good movie. It was good. You should watch it. It's called Windfall. Windfall. It's on Netflix. By Jason Statham. Siegel. It's not Siegel's. by him. He helped produce it. But so did the other two that are starring, starring in it. Are they noteworthy? Who are they? Um, are you've they seen people? him. You've seen the billionaire. I can't think of what his name is. He's in. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's in stuff. You ever see? Did you ever see the movie Like Mike when we were kids? When I was a kid, I saw it. Remember the bully in that movie? No, the I kid? remember. I remember what was his name? Lil Romeo was in that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He that's was the only. The, that's was, the only guy I remember. He's the main actor in the movie. Yeah, that's the only um, one I know though. Hold on, I'll tell you his name. You're not gonna. I'm not gonna know him by name. You don't think? Yeah, you're not gonna know. Um. His name is Jesse Plemons, that guy right there in the. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I feel as you. Um, it was it was a it was a very good movie. I'm I was genuinely surprised. All right. Well, everybody, uh, you know that's our new sponsor for the show. Uh, yeah. Go go watch. What was it called? Windfall. Windfall. It's good. Yeah. Go watch it. We got five dollars to say that. We didn't, we didn't get it. You got money for that. You get you have money for a movie. I knew I knew you would watch that, oh, and okay. I reached out and I. This is a football episode, by the way. Yeah, seven minutes later, yeah. we'll get into it. Has it been seven minutes already? Jeez, it's, uh, six and a half or so. Where does the time go? I don't know. I never know. So the the last time we spoke, you and I about the NFL into mm-hmm. microphones. Yeah, um, we talked about uh, Devonta Adams to the Raiders. Baker wanted out of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. Uh, Christian Kirk got a ridiculous amount of money. We had no clue where Watson was going. We had uh, we had the Panthers, the Saints, and the Falcons as potential suitors, and um, Robinson to the Rams. Those are the things we talked about. Yeah. So last last we left off in this whole Deshaun Watson saga, I guess we'll lead off with this. Yeah. Um, was that he told Cleveland no? Yeah, they were out. Yeah, and then uh, Cleveland wouldn't take no for an answer, and I think. Deshaun Watson really respected that kind of mentality. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh boy. So he uh so he he decided to go play for Cleveland. Yeah. And uh we know why though. The contract's fully guaranteed. Well, yeah. That was the only team giving up fully guaranteed money. I was like that it's funny because he's like even though I hated the front office and said that publicly, I think that they have the best roster to win. And then I realized that after I talked to everybody that that was the most important thing. And I'm like, nah. That doesn't sound right. I heard that there was a clause in his contract where if he gets suspended for the whole year, it turns that like 30-something mil that he's supposed to get paid this year to $1 million. That I don't know. I, I just saw that it was fully guaranteed, and I was like, that was stupid. Because he, yeah. 
He's he has a, a suspension looming. That's probably going to happen. They think he's going to get suspended for at least six games. Yeah, I don't. As I say, I don't know how long, but that's happening. So it's like mm-hmm. you paid him two hundred eighty-five million dollars guaranteed. So it's a lot of money. Just don't know what you're doing. Everybody thinks that this is kind of going to reset the quarterback market in the sense that not because like the Pat Mahomes deal didn't, but this is going to make it so that like the majority of contracts. I mean, quarterback contracts are probably going to be guaranteed money now. I don't know. The, I would say the difference here, though, is this is sort of unprecedented. You were talking, this is a guy who's only 26 years old, who is very much into the prime of his career. Um, all, all, all things aside from how bad of a person he is yeah. for, for what he's allegedly Wait, done. Don't say, do we know that he's a bad person? Cause I'm assuming, I mean, somebody, not good people get 22 allegations. No, but but 22 <laughs> allegations from from 22 different women all represented by the same lawyer reeks of a payday to me i i agree but i also think that there's got to be some smoke to that fire usually there is or fire to that smoke there's I mean, got to be some there's, there's kindling smoke, somewhere there's fire yeah, yeah somebody's burning something i just i saw the thing that leaked bef- the some something the sean watson's lawyer got his hands on which is sketchy in its own right when the defense attorney gets his hands on something that was leaked that doesn't sound right um, where one of the women admitted that they want they wanted they had been somebody who gave a massage to Deshaun Watson and wanted in on this money grabbing sort of thing, not worded that way obviously. And then uh, another one was like um, asked to return, like to return services, like wanted to go back and give another massage that like automatically. Yeah. So there's a bunch of things I'm like initially I always. I don't want to go the way that's like this sounds like a money grab, but when it's a, when it's an athlete who spent most of his career as a genuinely decent person, and then all of a sudden, bam, he's the worst person that's ever lived. I tend to want to give him a little bit of benefit benefit of the doubt because, and especially if there's no proof, right? There'd be difference with Ray Rice. We have video proof, and mm-hmm. these other guys who have done wild things where you've seen them on camera, or Tyreek Hill, who also still plays in the NFL, who is on audio threatening to punch his wife in an airport. True uh, story. Uh, I tend to, and I'm not that I have any problem with anybody who's like Deshaun Watson's a terrible person because he probably he probably is. There's a good chance he is. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why you didn't think he'd ever play football again. Yeah, uh, just, well, that and you don't usually come back from something like this, even if it's not true. You just don't come back from it because nobody believes you. Uh, but I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt for now, especially since there was no criminal charges. Yeah, I mean, the no criminal charges is kind of like, you know. It's it's kind of the 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 looming factor here. Yeah, you, can, you can, kind of can't ignore that. Um, it can't go anywhere. For it there's only one way for it to end now, which is those 22 women get paid money. There is no other way for this to end. There is not. It, there isn't going to be a, a, a trial where they're like all 22 of these are dropped or half of these are dropped. There's, there's just going to be 22 women are getting paid money, and you're never going to know if he actually did it or not. Yeah, it's like the Big Ben thing. The Big Ben thing. Yeah. You know, they settle out of court and. Well, happened to him twice. That that happened. Yeah, happened to him <laughs> twice. The the Steelers tried to trade him after that happened. The, the first time they tried to trade him and nobody wanted him. Didn't he almost kill himself on a motorcycle too? Didn't that happen? I think that was in college, or was that Kellen Winslow did it in college? I'm, I'm certain Ben Roethlisberger was in the NFL. I think, that I think he did it. Yeah, I think you're right. He like it was like early. But those two things happened at like almost the same time. Right, like he groped a woman in a bathroom and then also almost killed himself on a motorcycle. It was a rough time. I know the whole groping thing. Both both of those um, circumstances happened after he won a Super Bowl. 
because he won two Super Bowls, and after each Super Bowl win, that happened. Like the allegations, a different, a different thing. Ben Roethlisberger got in trouble for. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. But all all I'm saying is that, um, you know, off the field stuff aside, Deshaun Watson is potentially a top five quarterback in the league. Yeah, but I guess what I meant by this is sort of unprecedented is that he, it's not going to be very often that a 26-year-old top 10, top 5 quarterback in his prime is going to hit the open market. Right. So I I don't know that you're going to see a lot of fully guaranteed quarterback contracts in the future simply because there's just not always going to be situations where there's one like this just in the open market. Right. Well, it wasn't in the open market. He had to be traded. But So how do you feel about um, Browns fans that are legitimately done rooting for the Browns after this? Because it is some sort... It is like a moral complex. Yeah. Right? Um, I don't know if if anybody else listens to this show, but I listen to around the NFL podcast. And, uh, one of the guys on there is a big Browns fan. And he came out and said that he's no longer a Browns fan. He's not gonna, I think that, uh, I don't know. This is going to make me sound like I'm, I'm a bad guy, but I feel like that's real dramatic because we don't know that he did those things. yet. You're assuming because there's, there's so many, there are so many, uh, civil suits against him, but the being represented by one attorney and it all happened one after another, like a like a trickle down effect, just does sort of you know smell like a money grab to me. And and it's, unless it comes out, there's some proof, right? If there's like video footage of him doing something wild, then yes, those things are all going to be justified. But to not know the truth and be like, I'm done with the with this team, I'm done with him. Mm-hmm. It's not doesn't really it's, it seems dramatic and also doesn't really seem fair to him. We don't know. He's never done anything to this point to for anybody to believe that he is that kind of person. It's fair, I suppose. I just mean I think people have have done lesser things and people think worse of them. Maybe. I mean I am probably not a great person for this because the Eagles immediately signed Michael Vick. And I did not stop rooting for the Eagles. Well, yeah, I don't think most fans are going to stop rooting for the Browns. But I do. I did see that there are a bunch on Twitter that are like, "Yo, I'm not, I'm not doing this." Like morals should state that I'm not going to root for the Browns while Deshaun Watson's on the team. I guess. I mean, that, I guess that's what I sort of what I mean. If, if that's what you want to do, I mean, yeah, it's certainly do it's, what you want. It's but, certainly like you know, teach their own kind of thing. Yeah, but I. I wouldn't stop rooting for the Browns if I were a Browns fan because of this. Unless all twenty two of these come out and be like, dude, he's a dirtbag. Then like I'm gonna be have, then I'm gonna have a problem with this because then mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, Okay, Cleveland, there's no way that you gave this man guaranteed money without at least knowing something was gonna come down the pipeline saying that this man was a dirtbag this whole time and you still did that. But it's also like like uh people like Kareem Hunt is on the Browns. Yeah. There's video footage of him kicking a woman yeah. on the ground. Um, so it's like, you didn't want to draw the line there. That's true. I mean, that's a good point. You know what I mean? Like, where are we drawing the line? Yeah. Like Adrian Peterson, like, yeah, he, he recently just like punched his wife in an airport. Um, he's also, he's also beaten the crap out of his own kid. Yeah. He hadn't, he had another one of his kids die from physical abuse from his ex's boyfriend. That's a whole nother thing. I forgot all about that. Yeah. Like, but you know. Everybody's is, cool, Peterson. It is weird where people will draw the line. I, we do live in a time where there's a lot of moral grandstanding people like to do for certain things, and I'm not sure where it comes from. I don't know if like people think they gain clout from taking some moral high ground that isn't merited. Sometimes, just like if you're the first one, like I'm, 
I'm a Browns fan, and I don't, I don't like what Deshaun Watson may or may not have done. I'm not rooting for the Browns anymore, and everybody's supposed to be like, oh, my God, he is. Look at how heroic he is. It's like, <laughs> stop it, dude. You were just a Browns fan, and Kareem Hunt tried to kick a girl's yeah. head off her, off her neck. Yeah. So stop it. I guess it just depends on, like, maybe this was just, like, the, the straw. Because that, that's what uh, the guy on the NFL podcast, he was saying, uh, he was saying he was getting a lot of tweets saying, like, what about Kareem Hunt? Like you're not gonna say you're not gonna say anything about Kareem Hunt, but you're like, but for Deshaun Watson, you're you're gonna leave the team. And he goes, I honestly can't tell you where my head was a couple of years ago when we signed Kareem Hunt. He goes, but I can tell you that right now, he goes, I I don't like this. He's like, I don't like it. He goes, I think it screams of desperation. He goes, and I hate that. He's like, I hate it. He's like, it makes me not want to root for the team anymore. And I'm like, honestly, if that's if that's his feeling, then that's his feeling, you know. Yeah, I would love to come back to that though when when they go to the playoffs a couple of years in a row. Well, that's what that's what they were saying to him. They were like they're like isn't that going to be hard? Like what if the what if Deshaun Watson takes the Browns to win a Super Bowl? Like are you not going to be sort of rooting for him? And he goes, he said that like maybe in that moment like he would he would find himself just like rooting for the Browns because that's what he did his entire childhood. But he's not he's not along for the ride anymore, if that makes any sense. Like he's not he's not experiencing the up and downs of being a Browns fan anymore. He just doesn't want to be emotionally attached to that team anymore. So, okay, so then if that's if that is your if that is the, the route you're taking as a Browns fan, then let let's go down the rabbit hole that the Browns never signed Watson, mm-hmm. right? And, and he went to I don't know Atlanta, right? They were the team everybody thought he was going to. Yeah. What what is it that, that this person do we think would have liked to see happen then? Watson never play again. Watson play, gets suspended a year. Watson. I know he was saying the whole time that he didn't think Watson should be able to play, or he thought it was crazy that Watson wasn't facing any sort of immediate suspension. He was kind of in the same camp as you, where he did he didn't think Watson would ever play another snap in the, in the yeah, league. Yeah, I, I that first that that right off the rip sort of blew me away, but. Once there's no criminal charges, it's sort of like you have to. You, I almost have to look at it differently now. Like, okay, now there's no criminal charges. Yeah, is is this what we think it is? Because there had to have been an investigation for that to happen. No, nope, mm-hmm. you couldn't. You don't just not get criminal charges because somebody was like, we don't think he did it, so we're not going to press criminal charges here. There's still a, a, a possibility that he either doesn't ever play in the NFL again, or that he at least doesn't play for a while. He could very he well get, get suspended. He has to, right? I mean, because again, like going back to going back to Calvin Ridley and how I felt that that was unjust. If if he got if he got an entire season for gambling fifteen hundred dollars on football games when he wasn't on an NFL team, then you would have to think that twenty two sexual assault allegations would get more than that. Yeah, but if they're founded, though, you know what I mean? Like, right, no, Rid- I understand. Ridley was... That's, well, that's why I said allegations. I didn't say, like, convictions. No, I know, but I guess what I'm saying is Ridley was caught in the act, and while 1500 is not a lot of money, especially not for a pro athlete, yeah. that was against the rules. He knew that going in, and he was caught doing that. Until Watson is convicted of those things, or I don't know if convicted is the right word, because they're not criminal. But... Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes, but, like, with if... sexual assault stuff, it's really, really hard to prove that it happened. And it's it's even harder to prove that it didn't happen. Yeah, but that Do you know what I mean. Like you can't prove that stuff. But that's where there's a there's a degree of unfair for the person 
who's who these allegations are against. True, but there's also there's also not. a degree to unfair for the people that may or may not have been victims. I don't I don't disagree with that, but it's but it's the timing of things. You're you're if this were something that that had that big of an impact on you, why wait two years later and why wait till 21 other women did it? I agree. I mean, I've always been that way. Like, I've always thought that. Of course, I've never been a victim of anything like that, so I can't speak to how you would feel this about is it. true. I've neither, neither been a victim. Right. I mean, obviously, we, we are. What does that mean? I mean, come on, dude. This is a fat venture. Look at you. <laughs> Look, Look at you. Of course you've never been a victim. No. Um, no, but I'm just saying that, like, you know, without being a victim of it, I can't really speak on what the, what you know victims of it feel like or or what they're going through. I know for a lot of them, it's very very hard to talk about, and I guess they don't get the courage until I. I but I understand the whole like it does seem like a money grab that like oh this professional athlete is well you know I did that too, <laughs> like that happened to me too, like that kind of thing. So it, it it's really hard. That's why I can't ever really take a firm stance on it because there's never enough evidence to you know confirm or deny yeah so. i mean it's all speculation i i can feel any way i want to about it but the reality is i have no idea if he did those things yeah. if he really did those things then the reality situation is and you know, with your calvin ridley comparison he not only should he never touch a football field again he should go to jail for probably the rest of his life if you sexually assaulted 22 women you should probably not be allowed to go outside like in the free world <laughs> yeah anymore. like that's, maybe like even associate so yourself like, with women if that's something that they find then football is gonna it, it could and should be the least of his worries yeah no i 100 percent agree um but like i said uh you know i, I do think that there's I do think that there's a uh, suspension looming for him. There has to be. Right? I just don't, you know. I mean, like like Brady, right? They never found out proof or not whether he inflated the balls or deflated the balls or whatever, and he still got suspended for four games. I think that was one of the more ridiculous, ridiculous suspensions to ever take place. I will say, though, he destroyed evidence. Maybe. He destroyed his phone. He smashed his phone. He He admitted to that. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah, but... And he's like, I do that every time I get a new phone. You don't trade it in like everybody else. I don't. You smash the maybe. old one. What do you because do? Because the on reality that thing? is, he probably did tell somebody to take some air out of the ball. I don't know why it would be in a text message, right? Aren't you on the sideline when that happened? I mean, they showed the text messages from the ball boy, from the equipment manager. Yeah, so I don't know why like he felt the need to do that. But that's not even why I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous because he took air out of a football. You know who else does that? Fucking everybody. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people admit to doing it, but Sorry, it's just like, my language. but it's just like. Like people would say that in baseball too. If you're not cheating, you're not trying. No, that's not what I mean. I, I don't mean. I don't necessarily know that taking hair out of the football was cheating because I mean it is. It's 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 the same thing you're saying about about Calvin Ridley. You know something's against the rule, and if you do it intentionally, then you should be punished for that. But it's is the it, the football the the ounces. I can't believe we're talking about Deflategate ten years later. But um, I mean, I brought it up, but um. But my point, my I guess my point with the whole thing was like that he he was suspected of doing it. They never proved a hundred percent that he did it, but he still got a, a suspension for it. So I assume that yeah. one's coming for Watson. I I'm not saying it wasn't cheating. What I'm saying is taking air out of the ball is not illegal. It's only illegal when you do a certain amount. So he he maybe he wasn't aware of. 
of the amount, but did still tell somebody to do it, and then therefore is guilty of that, which is probably why he destroyed his phone, would be my guess. Uh, a suspension to somebody for that seems wild. Um, I have come around a little bit on the Calvin Ridley thing when I've dug a little more into it. Um, this is not even remotely the first time this has happened before. It's almost like the NFL made an example of Calvin Ridley. Yeah, I think it's the fourth time that, um, from the tweet that I saw, it was the fourth time that an NFL player has been suspended for gambling. Uh, he, he, But he's by far the biggest name. Yeah, and he took the season off. I don't know, for personal reasons or whatever. Yeah. Um, and there was a rumor that he did so because that was or he, he took advantage of the taking time off to gamble and felt like there that was a moral gray area where he could do that because he wasn't on the team at the moment or something like that, which I find to be either hilarious if that's true or kind of a reach. That, yeah, I think that's very much a reach. I can't imagine that somebody who intends on gambling is like, let me stop playing football. No, no, did it because he was already... He stopped playing football for whatever reason he stopped playing football for. But while he was doing that, was like, oh, you know what? Maybe I can gamble. Oh, okay. Gamble. I thought you were saying the reason why he stopped playing football was so he could no. gamble. And I'm like, no, that's, that would be that's an insane reach. Because the 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 benefit is not there. You the made amount of money that money. he lost. Yeah. yeah. You wake you you made zero dollars and lost fifteen hundred on the on that round. Well, that's what the, that's what everybody was saying on Twitter. It's like you know. He he gambled fifteen hundred dollars, and because of it, he lost his entire next year's salary, which is eleven million or something like that. So he yeah. gambled fifteen hundred and lost eleven million. It's easily the worst bet of all time. Eleven million and fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll get to the other stuff that happened this weekend. This Godzilla Media podcast is brought to you by our great partners, Johnstone Supply in Troy. Finally, we get to say spring is here. It's light out, it's warm, the snow is gone. Let's talk about the preseason prices you can get for your furnace, your boiler, and more thanks to Johnstone Supply in Troy. Give me a call today, 518-272-5922. 518-272-5922. When you connect, say, hey, I was listening to this Godzilla Media podcast. I heard guys talking about it. What can you help me with? I know the winter's gone by. I put it, I waited. Now's the time to get the right price and just 2% off. That doesn't sound like a big deal. It is 2% off John Goodman Furnace. Just say it. You get 2% off. That big of a deal for you guys going on 6th Avenue. Troy, by the way, some of you now see the nice warm weather and you're thinking it's time for that summer project, that spring project. You got to get those tools. The best guaranteed prices. Milwaukee tools right there in store at 6th Avenue in Troy. Shout out to George, Tom, the whole crew over at Johnstone Supply in Troy. Wanted to help you. Make sure your home is safe for the safe homeowner that you are. Furnace, boiler, everything that you need. Make sure you're ready for these warmer months on the way. One more time for the number, 518-272-5922. It is Johnstone Supply in Troy. And our friends over at Mohawk Honda, we've been telling you here throughout the month of March that Mohawk Honda has been putting on the Plate Change Challenge competition between Mohawk Honda and Mohawk Chevrolet, showing off some of the personalities and the fun times that these guys get to have while helping you get yourself into a new ride, whatever it might be. I'll get some Chevy some love on this one, too. I got the Pilot EXL 2022. I know how much I love it. I'm driving it around. Just had a road trip back to Syracuse. No issues at all. Shout out to Cam McKenna, who helped me get it. Brian McKenna. Lindsey Heron is a part of that Play Change Challenge. I didn't get to see Greg Johnson get PD was supposed to be in it. Andy Kelcher over at Chevy. The whole Mohawk family, man. It's awesome building the relationship with those types of people. People that you can trust during the car buying experience. 
Great things going on here at the end of March, by the way. If you want to donate some of your previously used athletic gear, the Mohawk family is helping out, especially with March Madness going on. We want to make sure all the great people here in the capital region and upstate New York get to participate too. Head over to either Mohawk Chevrolet, Mohawk Honda, Honda in Glenville. I call it Half Moon right over there, Mohawk Chevrolet. That's where you can stop over and drop off your stuff. They always go out of their way to please you. The Mohawk family, get your new ride today. Stop in. I heard about it here on Godzilla Media. Get yourself into a new vehicle. Now, back to this Godzilla Media podcast. And we're back. Back. All right. So that's probably the like that's probably the most we'll talk about the Deshaun Watson off the field stuff. Yeah. I'm kind of done with talking about it now, if you are. Yeah, I don't I've said I've said all there is, I think. It's needed to be said. If he gets suspended, we'll mention that, and then we'll just talk about football stuff after that. Yeah. Um, the Browns will be fun to watch. Maybe. Yeah. Without him? Probably not. He's there. I mean, <laughs> who wants to watch? They have Amari Cooper now, Who wants too. to watch the Jacoby Brissett-led Browns? Yeah, I don't know. Baker Mayfield's not going to be there. Or maybe he will be. I mean, he, he it's probably be. just as good as Baker. Should we just transition into Baker stuff since we're already talking about the Browns? Uh, I wanted to hit Matt Ryan first. Just so we can kind of get an idea of what teams are left as suitors for Baker. Okay. That makes sense. So, so Matt Ryan. Yeah, got traded. To? The Colts. The Colts. And this was the best case scenario left for the Colts? This is the best case scenario for Matt Ryan. Yeah, also. Also <laughs> that. Now, I don't know what the odds are, like if we looked them up, but I got to imagine you're not winning much money if you put some money on Julio Jones joining the Colts. I wouldn't think so, though I don't know that that's going to happen. I th- I think it's going to happen. That's that's where I'm leaning towards. Like but he's going to have a destination. Do you have any reason to believe that, or is it just like a this? Is, it has to happen. I mean, the Colts need a wide receiver. Yeah, and like, wide, rec- wide receiver <laughs> is is Julio Jones what he plays. Yeah, that's what that is. A, that was the weirdest way you could have said that. I could have think of a later ways. I think uh, Julio is fairly injury prone. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fine. The guy never scores touchdowns. That, not not without Matt Ryan. N- not with Matt Ryan. Um, <laughs> uh, he's he is not young youngish anymore. Yeah, but neither is Matt Ryan. No, but I don't. Those two things don't help each other. I would. Go. I think the Colts would be interested. I think the problem would be the, Julio not interested. Why would Julio not be interested? You prove my point. It's going to happen. Why he should be interested? Yeah, I don't think you don't any, think the Colts are gonna. Be I don't interested? think anybody else is interested in Julio. You don't think anybody is? I don't think anybody is. You don't think anybody's gonna sign Julio? Somebody probably will. I just don't think anybody's interested right now because it's like you go through the first wave of free agency, all the big with the big wow signings, right? And then mm-hmm. then the second wave, you're like, oh, that's cool, that guy went there. And then the third wave, you're like, oh shit, we signed this guy. And then Julio will be in that fourth or fifth wave. We're like, dude, Julio got signed like, like after two the weeks draft. Ago. Yeah. I mean, you know, after Team Phil needs in the draft, I'm like, oh, well, well, let's see what Julio's got, or he'll be a training camp ad or something like that. I think he'll get, I think he'll get picked up before the draft, and I think it'll be by the Colts. That What's would your be, prediction? I I predict that Julio will be unsigned until when? He'll just go into next season unsigned, and somebody will sign him when one. That's a bold prediction, Travis. Why is it bold? Because. Julio's not that good anymore. He wasn't good last year. <laughs> How is that an argument for he should be signed? I'm just saying, like, Odell Beckham was terrible on the Browns. That's true. He was signed, did pretty good. Yeah, he 
massively upgraded at quarterback. Juju. Is Matt Ryan a Juju. massive upgrade from Tannehill? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> I don't think he is. He is. I don't think we I think we were watching different Matt Ryans last year. Watch look at go look at look up Matt Ryan's. I know stats. what he looks like. Look at not his face. Look at his stats, Travis. <laughs> what well, right now? Do it. I don't right. care what you do. <laughs> you just told me to. <laughs> All right, fine. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. There it is. Second one. Stats. Trade was first, if you were wondering. I wasn't. 2021. 3,968 yards, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Should I be impressed by that? Okay. He had no team last year. Go back to the year before that, though. 4,581, 26 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. That's not even as good as the season as Carson Wentz just had. Was it not? No. Carson Wentz threw for 4,500 yards? No. Carson Wentz never does a 4,500 yards. <laughs> but he had his, he had less interceptions, and he played for... But did he have more touchdowns? He had almost the same amount. Almost the same? Yeah, on a way worse team, receiver-wise. With the Colts? Yeah, than the Falcons last year. Ridley, Julio. Ridley didn't play. Last year. Not this is two years ago, dude. Twenty twenty. That's what you oh you're saying last year. <laughs> no, I'm saying the year Ridley didn't play last the year. year before twenty twenty one. You so, just said so the takes, year before that. That's why I said last year. So say two years ago. It doesn't matter. He look it. He's better than Ryan Tannehill. That's who we were talking I about. I don't think he is. That's, That's what who I'm we were talking you. about. Also, Julio was hurt last year. Well, two years ago. If he ago. comes back healthy, he can be in addition to that team. He's not going to be the number one. Pittman's still going to be the number one doesn't matter i don't think i don't think matt ryan is you don't think he's gonna want to throw to julio he may want to i'm just saying the argument was do we think that matt ryan's better than Tannehill? and my answer is no i think it's it's two years ago it's worth it's worth the argument to have i think we showed you i just told you the stats from two years ago for matt ryan Mm -hmm. two years ago for ryan Tannehill. oh yeah he had a really good year 3800 yards right that's 700 less yards yep 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions. Mm-hmm. That's a much better season than Matt Brown. Yeah. I will say, though, Tannehill does have a way better team around him. Fair or not fair? The Falcons are a dumpster fire. They are now, but in 2020... Do they we were think a dumpster the, fire them, too. They but they had one of the league's worst defenses. No AJ Brown, game. I don't think, was what he is now in 2020. He has, he has made a meteoric leap in just two years. Yeah, that's true, but they had Corey Davis then, and Corey Davis was a monster. And by a monster, I mean he was a but mediocre in receiver. In 2020, Atlanta had Julio <laughs> and Calvin Ridley. And they had... Nope. That no. was three years ago. Three years ago. Doesn't matter. Tannehill, I think, is the better quarterback. I think it's debatable. It's definitely debatable. But yeah. it's definitely Tannehill. Well, <laughs> you can't say that. That's crazy. All right. Moving on. Uh, wait. Do you think that this makes the Colts better or worse than they than with Wentz? Mm, the same. You think it, it's not it's not a needle mover? No. Okay. I, I I guess I tend to agree with that. I don't see this being like the Stafford over Goff replacement. This could be a this could be a better fit, and so and maybe in that way, it's a better move for the Colts. But you wouldn't think it'd be a better fit with with like Wentz and Reich. Uh, you know what I mean? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't think it would be a better yeah. fit. But I think maybe Matt Ryan fits a, a uh, fits that more pure passer role that maybe the Colts are looking for. Uh, to supplement that ex- insane run game, whereas Carson Wentz is a lot more of a live and die by the hero ball kind of type, mm-hmm. and and in that way, the Colts maybe that that's the scheme fit that they're looking for, as opposed to Carson Wentz's sort of erratic play style. 
I, I, I definitely I definitely get where you're coming from. I have a I have a chart. I need to I need to read it to you. Read it. <clears throat> Quarterbacks recently traded for picks. Okay. Matt Ryan traded for a third round pick. Carson Wentz was traded for two third round picks. Nick Foles was traded for a fourth round pick. Joe Flacco traded for a fourth round pick. Tyrod Taylor was traded for a third. Teddy Bridgewater was traded for a third. Teddy Bridgewater was again traded for a sixth. And then Ryan Tannehill in 2019 was traded for a fourth and a seventh. Sam Darnold was traded for a second, fourth, and a sixth. Is that not crazy? It's crazy. That's the only reason why I'm telling you. Because Joey, Cause you Joey love, D used... <laughs> you love making the, <laughs> the, the Jets bank robbing trades. Oh, God, I love it. I love it. So much. Uh, How was Joe Douglas able to convince the Panthers that Sam Darnold was only a train wreck because the Jets were a train wreck? I don't know. I don't know anything anymore. The 49ers were willing to give the Jets a first rounder for Sam Darnold. They didn't only because the Jets needed to wait to see Zach Wilson's... um, Pro day and his his uh what do you call it combine? like the measurables and and physicals and stuff the combine yeah but like the actual physical part I'm saying but yeah com combine and the and the pro day they wanted to see all that stuff from Zach Wilson before they traded uh, Sam Darnold away maybe there's a potential in Sam Darnold that we just forget about I think there probably is and one the Panthers are just so shitty that would <laughs> that they just made Sam Darnold look awful yeah but I mean people thought that about the Jets for three years too so I don't know yeah but I guess I guess as I'm saying so imagine for a minute that the Jets and the Panthers are both were both just not very good and so Sam Darnold has now just looked bad on two bad teams. But do we think Sam Darnold would be better than Jimmy Garoppolo on the 49ers? I don't. I don't think so either. I think, I think, uh, and here's what we'll, we'll, we'll like finish out the, the quarterback carousel right here. Um, uh, just to fill this void, Jameis Winston was signed back to the Saints. Yeah. So Saints aren't looking for Baker Mayfield. So that leaves two teams left, really. Well, the the Falcons immediately signed Mariota. Also, yeah, I forgot trading to say that. Uh, Matt yeah. Ryan. Which I mean, I don't think that that means that they'll bring in Baker. I no. think I think they'll let Mariota start. Yeah, I love it. I love that Mariota's getting a shot in Atlanta. I love yeah. that. Um, so so Mariota's going to probably start there. Uh, so there's really two spots left I can see like possible for Baker, mm-hmm. and it's the Panthers. Could he go in and replace like the same draft class, Sam Darnold, or will he go to the, like the Seahawks, which is like the obvious place I think because they don't have anybody at quarterback right now. Uh, so I heard two things. The first of which was the Panthers are out; they don't want it. They don't want to deal with that. Makes sense. Uh, and the other thing was that, that I heard the teams that are interested or had been sniffing around were asking for a pick. In addition to also getting Baker Mayfield. Yeah, well, the Seahawks need picks because they gave them all away for Jamal Adams. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Doesn't end with this guy in the Jamal Adams. Oh, you're going to remember that for the rest of your life. You're going to be like so, an 85-year-old man. Such a good day. You're going to be like, back in my day. <laughs> you could get two picks for a box safety. <laughs> <laughs> two picks for a undersized linebacker playing safety. What a great day that was. Oh. All right. Um. Anyway. Baker, 
Uh, baby Baker. Baby back Baker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he whined. Though this is sort of the... Uh, somebody made a point, and I don't... It was one of the NFL... I listened to all of the NFL podcasts, so I don't remember which one it was. But somebody made the point that's like, you can't hate on Baker for what he's done and not hate on Odell for what he did. Because Odell basically cried his way out of Cleveland. And, oh, I hate whenever a player yeah, cry, yeah, yeah. cries their way out I of... Just, but I agree with what you said last week, where you said... I'm sick and tired of players, especially quarterbacks, saying things like it's just a business when yeah. referring to other positions getting cut. Yeah. And then when you see that you're now at the like have the potential to be replaced, now it's like, oh, well, trade me then. Yeah. Release me. And now now I'm throwing a hissy fit. Yeah. My exact quote, because I love it, was players always have an emotional response to a league they always claimed is just a business. Yeah. It, but it, I feel like it's quarterbacks, though. Yeah, it is. It's, it's quarterbacks. More than anybody else, it's quarterbacks. They're the new age wide receiver drama, right? It was For like, real. Like, back in the day, it was like wide receivers were the drama of the NFL. Now it's the quarterback position. They're just all babies. shouldn't say all of them. Because some, there was somebody pointing out before, it's like, Tua didn't make a single peep when the Dolphins were sniffing around to Sean Watson. Uh Jalen Hurts has said nothing. He never says anything about the constant ridicule and how the Eagles are always looking for a quarterback. Jalen Hurts has never opened his mouth. Um, there was there was a couple more uh, really good points or really good examples used of quarterbacks who are, are under the same sort of pressure as Baker was just under, but said nothing about it. They're just mm-hmm. like they they just dealt with it. So I guess it's not fair to say at all. Like this is just a quarterback thing now, but there are a handful of these quarterbacks that are just dare I say pampered and spoiled and you've been that way your whole life as 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 it concerns playing football so you got to a you got to a league that didn't that didn't cater to you the way you've been for the most of your career right maybe this isn't and that sort of narrative doesn't really fit Baker because Baker had to walk on he walked on a Texas Tech and won that job and they had to walk on Oklahoma and won that job so maybe that doesn't really fit for Baker but the idea that you could be somebody who worked his ass off like that and then get to the NFL and be the first overall pick and then and then be a whiner about it, it's kind of sort of like, <laughs> get it together, dude. Yeah, it's annoying. Go fight. You it, just did that. What's really funny is, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but I think it was last year, maybe two years ago, uh, Duke Johnson was trying to get traded off of the Browns. And when Baker was asked about it, he said, listen, man, you're either on the train or, or you're not. And he said, if, if if you don't want to be here, then we don't want you here, kind of thing. And um so he kinda like he kinda like lashed out publicly at Duke Johnson for wanting a trade. Yeah. And this was I believe this was after they brought on Kareem Hunt. Um so when Baker sent out that like I'm gonna miss you, Cleveland, who knows what's coming out and what's what's happening next with my career kind of thing. Uh, Duke Johnson tweeted out a picture of a train on fire. (laughs) (laughs) And Uh, I love it. Twitter is undefeated, man. Because it's like, because Duke Johnson is like, I was basically saying the same thing and you crushed me in the media. I will, if I may point out the difference here though, Cleveland crossed the line first. They are the ones that went and made it public about looking for a new quarterback and then, and then had it leaked to the media that that they were looking for an adult at quarterback. And then and, Baker and said something. They were looking for an adult and then brought on a guy with 22 sexual yeah, yeah, assault yeah, allegations. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, so yeah. I, my you point found was, your adult Cleveland. Cleveland, Cleveland cast the first stone, right? No, I, I agree with that, but that's how it always happens, yeah, right? Yeah. Because it's a business. Yeah. I mean, how many rumors were out about Philadelphia in looking at Deshaun Watson, yeah. looking into Russell Wilson? Oh, God. Did yeah. Jalen Hurts say a word? No, he never does, though. Right, but that's the whole point. That's how you're supposed to be. Yeah, you, that, that's, This happened with the Jets back in, what was it, two, 2012 or what, whatever year Peyton Manning was a free agent. Oh, just uh, a while ago. The, the, Jets, the Jets went heavy after Peyton Manning. Like, they went, they went hard after Peyton Manning. You know what they did? Like, Sanchez was mad about it, but yeah. he never came out publicly about it. They gave him, uh, like, a Band-Aid contract with a bunch of guaranteed money for that year yeah. because they felt bad. And they didn't get. Peyton you shouldn't Manning, feel so. bad though, because Mark Sanchez is a, he's a smart guy, and you know, Mark, that you're just not Peyton. It is what it is. He's a smart guy that you buried sh- his face halfway up Brandon Moore's butt. <laughs> you shouldn't be offended by a team like one of the greatest quarterbacks that's ever played this game became available. You shouldn't be offended if your team did some sniffing around. I guess right. is what I'm saying. No, I, and I get that for sure. Um, I mean, it's it's hard to say. I wouldn't feel the same way if I was in that position but i certainly would never speak out publicly on it no i would certainly never do what baker did it just doesn't it doesn't serve you in any way no it makes you it makes you look like a baby you have nothing to gain from doing that like wait until they acquire watson to then trade like yeah here's my thing though right if you know you're leaving and it's fine to to, just keep tossing my pen around it's fine that you that you want to leave right and it's it's fine that you made it clear to somebody that you wanted to leave, but the person you should have made it clear to was just your agent. Mm-hmm. Just tell your agent, hey, it's very clear they're looking to move on, so now I'm also looking to move on. I will say nothing. Do the thing that I pay you money to do yeah. and get me into another spot. Then nobody even ever hears about it, and unless you know Cleveland's people leak things again to NFL media, and they're like, Baker's agent said he wants out. I mean, look at the way that Matt Ryan handled it. Yeah. This is in the same week. Yeah, I think he wanted out of Atlanta, though. I think this is one of those... But but you wouldn't have known no, by the way that he acted, you know what I mean? Fell into his lap. I think yeah. maybe he was looking for an out, and then Atlanta just sort of inadvertently gave him one. Yeah, he, prob- he probably did want an out, but you didn't hear about it, and that's no, my point. you didn't. You, you know didn't how many players right now, as we speak, don't want to be playing for the teams that they're currently playing for? Probably a lot of them. There's a hefty majority, I'm sure. Yeah. There's a good amount. You know why? Not. Because not a lot of them win the Super Bowl every year. No, only one, as far as I know. And not a lot of them are paying like top money to people. Yeah. So, yep, that's how it goes. Uh, I, I'm with you. I just think that sometimes, first of all, you should. You're right. You should never be the one that has that says anything, right? right. Because even if the team had done something first, you're you're the, always going to look bad. Yeah, you're the one that's going to look worse. Yeah. But the teams do do it to these players, so they shouldn't be shocked that that's the response they get. Like, For sure. The Browns shouldn't be like, whoa, what happened, Baker? What's the problem? Right. Like, no, you knew what you were doing. Clearly. Yeah, it's like what I said last week where where uh, the Browns were basically like, hey, Baker, I think we should break up. And Baker's like, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah. And, then the, and then the Browns are like, well, maybe not. And then Baker's like, actually, can we break up? And then they're like, we said no. No. Sorry, bud. Yeah, and now it and now it seems inevitable at this point. But I do think that Baker will probably go to the Seahawks and I think that Jimmy G will probably end up on the, the Panthers. Panthers. That I mean that's that's my guess anyway. 
Do you see it any differently than that? No, that's exactly how I imagine this going. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Grapes is going to, which I think actually you said a while ago, right? Jimmy Grapes of the Panthers. For some reason, I just imagined him there. Like, I just pictured him in that uniform. I can't, and I can't picture it. Really? I know that you, you said that, and I remember yeah. you saying it. And I still, even though that's probably the likely destination, I cannot see it for some reason. I mean, I, here's, the th- here, here's like the deal, right? Like, what other quarterback needy teams are there? Uh, that there's not a lot. No, that's I mean, it, right? I mean, at this to. point, I'm not saying that everybody has their quote unquote their guy. They have their guy for right now, though. I mean, I mean, Pittsburgh's probably going to end up drafting a guy, but they have Mitch Trubisky, so they have the veteran thing kind of figured out. Um, so really, there's just the Panthers and the Seahawks, and I really can't for the life of me imagine that the Niners are going to trade the Seahawks a quarterback, a quarterback that they felt no. confident enough to, to play in the the playoffs last year. Yeah, that's that's a no brainer, right? You don't trade in division. Right. Yeah. Um, so in that the regard, Colts know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it, in that regard, yes, uh, Jimmy. It seems like a no brainer. Jimmy Crapes would go to the Panthers. Mm-hmm. I I say that to bring up the next point, which is maybe these teams are looking for are looking to the draft, which I feel like cannot be the case. There's just nobody good. And like Pickett is the is the only, is like the best option. And if and if Pickett were in the quarterback draft class last year, he'd been like the eighth quarterback off the board. <laughs> yeah. So it's like not Malik not, Malik Willis. I think is going to get probably drafted in the top five. Oh God, he shouldn't. He should. I mean, man. he and he whether he should or shouldn't. I mean, I think we've seen this with quarterbacks before, like quarterbacks that you know probably wouldn't have gone. Like you said, like he he probably wouldn't have been what like a second maybe he, no. he probably would have been a third round pick yeah. if he was in last year's draft um however the the case may be he's 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 going to get drafted in the first round this year malik willis yeah and do you do we think the lions take him the falcons could take him maybe i i know that the atlanta fans want him i think he's getting taken before Pickett. Uh, that that could be the case yeah the this is a league where the quarter the quarterback position is getting a lot more athletic Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and teams are are coveting that. I will say though that an argument against the the quarterbacks being ranked, the, or excuse me, the quarterbacks in this draft cl- draft class being ranked worse in previous draft classes is we've had some starters in the league come out of rounds three and four before, right? Like Dak Prescott was yeah. a third round pick. Russell Wilson was third yeah. round pick. So like these guys. Who Kirk Cousins was a fourth round. If you pick. redraft those guys, those guys go in the first round, right? So I suppose it's it's not that far fetched that a guy that might be ranked poorly in previous draft classes would be get taken in the first round now. And he may pan out and be a good player. We don't really know. Right. But I watched some of his pro day today, Willis. And boy, he is a cannon. He might be he might have the most robotic throwing mechanic I've ever seen. Oh really? Like it looks it looks ugly. I it, didn't watch it. He threw, dude. He threw it. He threw a cannon. Like it was like. I saw. 60 I yards. saw that. I saw that clip. But that's the only oh, thing I, I saw. I mean, I saw a couple of throws. I didn't watch the whole thing. Yeah. But just and the, I saw a lot of the behind him views. Right where you just saw him where he's scrambling around or out of the pocket a couple of times. The five step drops. The three step drops. Mm-hmm. And his mechanics always look the same. Right. So consistency is good, I guess. But it just looks so robotic and kind of slow. And I'm oh, like, really? oh, like man. A, like a slow release? Yeah. Just the wind-up is sort of slow. And even really gotcha. a wind-up is kind of – this isn't baseball. You know? I mean, you get sacked when you have a long wind-up in football. Yeah. Um, 
and I was thinking about it, and I'm like, dude, pro days are a joke. Like, they are. He's out there throwing. He's, he's just throwing down the field to receivers he's played with all season, and everybody on the sideline. And they're all in shorts and yeah. t-shirts. And you got, and they have, they allowed fans in for some reason. I don't know why you would do that. And they're in there, and, they're, and he throws like this. It was deep, no doubt about it. And the fans were like, oh. People did the same thing about Zach Wilson. It was almost, it was a very, very similar play where Zach rolled out to like his right and then he rolled back over to his left and then he he throws like across his body. Like it was like 55, 60 uh, yards down the field on the other side. I remember that. Other side of the field. Amazing throw for what it's worth. Cannon. But like, means nothing. No, I mean, you did it. (laughs) That's like, you know, I've done that, thrown, I've thrown that same ball to Cody in my backyard. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I, I, I mean, not 60 yards because yeah, yeah. I don't have that big a backyard. You're not an athlete, buddy. No, I'm just kidding. I can't throw it 60 yards, honestly. I, I can I, throw it like 35, 40. I would 40. severely hurt myself if I tried to throw it 60 yards. I have a, like, I cannot throw the ball that hard. Uh, I wrote here, pro days are a bigger joke than the combine. But these teams love them. Yeah, they do. And I don't understand. Because you hear analysts and, and draft experts always say these things mean nothing. And yet they always have such an insane impact. And it, I don't it, understand. It is funny, though. Sometimes it sometimes it helps. Sometimes it helps players that, uh, for whatever reason, couldn't put it together on tape. Yeah. You know, DK Metcalf is a very good example of the combine working out in his favor. Uh, even though it didn't improve his draft stock tremendously, he he wasn't projected a very high like uh, draft spot as a wide receiver. No, um, he ended up still only going in the third round. Um, but was it the third or the second? He got taken after JJ Ortega Whiteside. I thought it was the third, That's but maybe how. it was like late second. It might have been either way. Either way, like people were saying that like he should have been a top ten pick because of his combine skills, and then it was laughable, right? Because yeah. he did like the 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 three cone drill and like the um, some of the like the shuttle drills that he did were he posted slower times than Brady. Yeah, and you're like for a wide receiver like to have that kind of slow like he's huge. Um, yeah, have that kind of like slow like change of direction is terrible. Um, but then he absolutely crushed it in like the forty oh, and yeah. like the fastest one, right? Yeah, like a, like a bunch of other a bunch of other things, and those things kind of like bumped up his draft stock a little bit, or at least in the public eye, we're like, "Yo, he's a monster. He absolutely needs to be drafted like ASAP." You know what's crazy is that they came from him and AJ Brown came from the same team. Yeah, and Elijah Moore. Isn't that wild? Ole Miss, yeah. That's. Who was throwing the football, and why is that person? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. I know, but what I'm saying is, how did the way the college football works and that the way the tape all works? The time. How is it that these guys all played on the same team, but the quarterback is a nobody? I know who the quarterback is, and I can't think of his name right now. I was going to say that happens all the time, where like the quarterback doesn't like doesn't even get drafted from a from a team where the wide yeah. receivers are amazing, yeah. or or vice versa, where like the wide receiver, like Zach Zach Wilson was the number two pick in the draft. You'd think one of his wide receivers would go pretty high in the draft. Nope. No. It was like Dax uh, Milne or something like that from BYU went in like the sixth round. <laughs> and that's the only BYU wide receiver taken. Yeah. It's, it's sec- that was the second BYU player taken in the whole draft. <laughs> no. They had a good line, right? They had a couple linemen taken. They had a really good offensive line, which is actually, that was actually a knock against Zach Wilson in the draft process. He had a really good offensive line. 
How dare he? I don't know. What was he supposed to do? <laughs> Can you guys just be worse? Allow a little bit more pressure on. so that we these guys, so that I get drafted number one instead of number two. We need to see how he operates under pressure. Yeah, well, we saw that last year. It doesn't. It wasn't great. Are you not? Are you not looking forward to seeing Zach Wilson? Oh no, I'm very. I'm looking forward to it a lot. Um, very optimistic about the the Jets' offense as a whole this year. I think. Um, I'm just saying that as a rookie, he he obviously you know struggled in a lot of games. Yeah. Um, oh, dude, big news! Huh? The Eagles signed Pascal. <laughs> Zach Pascal. See, I'm telling you, the Colts need a wide receiver. This is so ba- bad. Are you okay? I'm fine. I feel like you need to talk to somebody. I'm looking. I'm very much excited that the Eagles are committing to Jalen Hurts for now. I hate that I have to say for now because it's because you don't know. It's so stupid. I mean, if they spend one of their one of their three first rounders on a quarterback, I, I might cry, dude. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to hold you back from hurting yourself. What day is the draft, I? by the way? What day? <laughs> what it's April? It's in April. What day is it though? Uh, I think it's the end of April, April twenty eighth or something like that. I think. Um, it's something like that. Damn it! Hold on one sec. I got. I got a. You got a what? Figure out what day it is because I just remembered I'm on vacation. Vacation. Oh, vacation. So I might not even watch it with you. Um, if it's the end of the, yeah, it is the 28th. You're right. I'll be back. You'll be back. I think. Nice, Arnold. (laughs) Now you're looking up when you'll be back. (laughs) I forget what day I'll be back. That's fine. We'll figure it out when it happens. Um. Anyway, I think that should probably be the end of the show, right? Are we done? We done about football? Was there anything else you wanted to say? Uh no, we hit everything, dude. All right, uh, we didn't talk about March Madness and how our brackets are doing. Uh, update, not great. Uh, no, I'm leading Doug's pool still. Yeah, but you lost your fine. Your... I know. Okay, I can still place though. Okay, as long as all of my final four teams stay in it. The other final four teams, the ones that are still in it. Yeah, I lost one final four team. I still have my both my title teams, but you know, still not great. Um, the, 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 the shows is not doing good in Gaza's pool. Uh, we're doing all right. All right. Just all right. Uh, more updates on that probably for Friday show. Okay. Well, the dogs are barking because it's almost 11 o'clock at night. And does that mean something? This is just, they, this is what they do. It's the witching hour. It's, it's time for us. Me and Kay will like just sit on the couch and just try to like, I don't know, be a couple for an hour. Maybe like talk and maybe watch like some TV together. Yeah. And this is when the dogs go absolutely crazy, and they'll just like start barking at each other, and they'll fight. Yeah. Not like really fight, but they'll like play fight, and they're just knocking over crap and getting in everything. And I'm like, this is this is awesome. Yeah, I get. It. This is the relaxing time. For dogs me. be dogging, dude. Dogs be dogging at, at this time of day for sure. All, All right. right, well let's let's end this thing. We'll be back on Friday. We'll talk some we'll talk some basketball. Yeah, we'll talk basketball. Maybe maybe some bugles. Yeah, or some WWE stuff. I got a what lot to you, get off my what chest. What would you rather talk about? Like, what kind of bugles would you rather talk about? The chips or like the the horn? I'd rather talk about the horn. The bugles of chips Why are gross. You, say, you said that so mean. Because bugles are gross, dude. Anybody who likes bugles can fight me. They're so disgusting. They're corn chips. They're bad. You don't like other kinds of corn chips? They, first of all, I don't even have taste anymore, and they taste like shit. I'll talk to you guys on Friday. <laughs>